0: Hello, 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 dear listeners, it's Friday, it's podcast day. Thanks for tuning in. I've got a bit of a cold today, you might hear it in my voice, I'm sounding kind of husky. As in fact is Elana, she's had a cold for a bit longer than I, and I believe she's the one who's responsible for passing it on to me, so uh, (laughs) thanks for that. I won't ramble on, I'll just pass you over to our weekly chat.
1: Hey, it's Friday. It's podcast day.
0: It's Friday again. How did they come around so quickly? I don't
1: know. Friday's kind of become the new Monday. It's like, <laughs> it's Friday. Oh no, it podcast <laughs> it's podcast day. It's podcast day. And Monday's like, it's counting, It's wages, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's good that we've got a schedule, a routine. I think that yeah. helps with content creation.
1: It ha- yeah, it helps make sure that the weeks are going. Fast. Oh, they should
0: have, I know.
1: Yeah, we're on the 10th of January already.
0: So your first week of the decade has already finished?
1: Been and gone, mate.
0: Mm. Mate. Or, as some people say, it's not the start of the decade till next year. What's your take on that?
1: I haven't heard that yet. I don't know how I feel about that, because we very much like celebrated the start of the Roaring Twenties ten days ago.
0: Well, it is 20, so it's in the 20s.
1: I had somebody the other day inform me that if we write like you know how we write the day and we used to put like 18 or 19 at the end if you put 20 you're liable for a fraud or anyone correcting it because they could then just add another two digits to the end of it and make it any of the previous 19 years
0: <laughs> good luck with that in court. Mm. so
1: if you put a dot or a dash afterwards it'll be fine but you should really write twenty twenty.
0: Mm. alright then
1: yeah
0: that's like the whole idea that a signature is actually meaningful.
1: I oh know. Hey, can I have your squiggle, please? You'll yeah. sign your life away with a squiggle that's different from the squiggle you did ten seconds ago.
0: I'm going to send you this document, and you have to print it and squiggle it. And, and then, then scan
1: it back in. Yeah. Uh-huh. Please, come on, it's
0: 2020. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like surely everybody should just have like a little thumbprint authentication.
0: I was just talking to your bar manager later about that earlier on. Yeah. We went from cats and dogs being chipped onto... Can I not just pay for stuff with a chip in my hand? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, there is new legislation being brought out. I don't know when it will start applying to this industry that all card providers will require to step of, like, off of... Whatever that word is. Two FA. Two FA, that one, on card payments. So that Monzo's great because you pretty much already kind of get that application. And they obviously ask you, like, if I try and book something through Calmac, they send me a note. It's like, can you confirm you want to make this payment? So everybody will have that, whether it's Visa or Mastercard. I don't know if Calmac still uses it as well, but everyone will require to have an like an app on their phone that will send them a notification or a text message to confirm every payment.
0: Which is great if you're not on Vodafone and you live on Aron.
1: or two or three. <laughs> yeah, it's basically like big up to EE
0: <laughs> I had to do that the other day because I'm just moving the whole family to EE mm. and in order to get the switching code I had to put a Vodafone sim in and I was like hey, where am I going to get the code Find the
1: top of the
0: hill. I had to walk up and down the street <laughs> in the rain
1: yeah, no. I moving to EE was the best decision I made. I previously we had a family plan on Vodafone as a family, and when I had my got my own contract, moving to EE was definitely way forward. Wi-Fi calling, brilliant.
0: Mm.
1: Don't get that on Vodafone. Yes, we had a Vodafone, like SureSignal. Mm-hmm. Same principle. that nah. any Wi-Fi EE, and I you know I think we talked about this months ago was the potential of the EE business dual sim on the IR uh, the, yeah, the iPhone was it 10R or something was it was that the new one I don't even know where we're at with it it
0: was a 10R and a 10A but now we're at 11
1: alright okay well the R version yeah. of that had the capacity of a dual SIM for business and personal use I still need to explore that
0: have you not done it yet I thought you were no it. I've
1: not because last time I looked it was like August and now we're nearly at the end of January mm. my contract ran out in October right But on that point, we have just uh, processed the kind of contract to change over to a VOIP line in here. It will have a switchboard, front of house, kitchen, speak to management, with the third line out of the board cabin, which is going to become my office now to fix it. Does that
0: mean when you call Crawford you get a tree? You get a
1: tree. Yeah, if you'd like to make a reservation or speak to the front of house team, please press one. Okay. if you'd like to place an order and go to the kitchen press 2 if you'd like to speak to advertising marketing or management team press 3
0: and that can go straight to your mobile and if
1: I'm not in the office come straight to my phone
0: that's really cool okay.
1: and also that functionality to be able to dial in-house using the IP stuff so like, say I'm in the office and front of the house need me instead of somebody running through around to the back they can just page the call and be like Alana, you're needed in iPhone.
0: Mm, and you don't need to wear a headset like they do in the co op. Nope. nope.
1: Nope, nope, But I might have to justify the purchase of a set of AirPods. <laughs>
0: no. AirPods Pro.
1: AirPods Pro. Yeah.
0: I love my AirPods. I've left one of them here for you in the wall cavity as a souvenir.
1: We'll get it back at some point. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know if they only will be knocking down that bit. I'm sure they will. <laughs> see if it still works
0: think of it as a time capsule
1: yeah. I don't want to know what else is in that mock cavity
0: no you're going to find that out yeah mm. yeah, yeah. All
1: the things that we've had some more advancement with EPOS stuff trying to consolidate that and where we're going to take it Um and identifying the requirements of a customer relations management software integration.
0: CRM. along Yep. Excellent. Which is
1: kind of what we touched on last week. Yeah. Um, and looking at the functionality of full AI, API-driven software to reduce my time on paperwork and administration. My time on phone calls to people, which is what all I've done today. hmm We were having a second shift back with us and... I've poured like two points and cleared a couple of tables and basically sat on the phone all day adding four jobs for every one that I took <laughs> off to my little <laughs> priority list um, but no, the start of the year kind of brings refreshment to our health and safety policies our sets of service, our handbook or kind of protocols making sure risk assessments and cost updates are all there so that's what I've been doing to get today with Kayla kind of got landed on my metaphorical desk my inbox being mm-hmm. like right done this I'm like okay gotta go through straight. because I thought it was something we had done it like it's there we're fully compliant on it but it's not necessarily written or in the depth of the style of crafters mm-hmm. and a big thing obviously we've been discussing from a marketing perspective is our business voice and our business messaging and what we're actually saying and um, that
0: applies in-house as well even
1: in-house yeah And through all of our policy documents, everything that we use to inform anyone, whether it's staff, suppliers, or business customers, has to be done within the context of the business voice. And when you've got lots of different people working on the same product, it can be, sometimes you get conflicts, or you can tell, it's like you can tell when someone... Copied and pasted, or adapted, or brought somebody else in onto like a, an essay or an article or whatnot. It's the same principle. It's got to be fluent from start to beginning in the same tone and the same voice, and that comes through both with formatting and letter heading and all of that stuff, but also actually just the tonality of the language used. Mm. Um. So that's. I suppose Kayla, having just completed her masters now, hasn't really been involved in that aspect of the development of the business and the marketing and everything else we're doing so she's not on the same page with it so it was interesting today trying to catch up and kind of reinform and speed up that process um,
0: well, technology is yeah. really helpful for that You're, you can conference call video and, and,
1: and that's what I've done all day screen today screen sharing and yep.
0: it's just amazing yep. now what you can do
1: yeah Um so that's what I've been doing today basically in and out of Zoom calls phone calls um, email confirms multitasking mm. doing all three at once chatting to real people in here at the same time mm. like yeah
0: so I think we've, we've got a meeting coming up on Tuesday on Tuesday
1: yep so it we're is we going to Glasgow well we've seen the boat oh, the, yes the weather much. and the forecast for the boats so it looks like we will probably be safer to rely upon the Technology into.
0: Mm-hmm. I think
1: it would be in everyone's interest to just remove the stress associated with an attempt to get off island. Um, and it's, you know, we might get off island, but we might not get back. Yeah. Um, and like the weather has presented a whole host of problems with us since the start of the year. You know, well, it's not
0: all weather; it's down to CalMac and policies and.
1: Well, you know, we can't get into that really.
0: Aging Rolling Stock, or whatever they call it, in the seafaring world. I learned my lesson from that. Do you mean the rust
1: buckets that they're attempting to sail across the breadth of the Clyde? Yes. Yeah, okay. Those. Yeah, those um, poor little Isle of Arran and isles. Yeah, the right. They do their best. You know, they weren't built for this.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's but the anyway. point. So yeah, what I was going to say was about you know the meeting coming up. This will, well, it would have been. The first time that I'd met with your marketing with manager, Nicola. Nicola. And yep. I think she and I have quite a lot to talk about, just given the sort of stuff I've been reading over the past couple of months. And
1: yeah, you've conferred with her through email and We've chat. had a phone call. You've had a phone yeah. call, yeah. yeah. So, like, this meeting on Tuesday is really the first informed marketing strategy meeting. Um... Dad and I met with Nicola is it here, back at the beginning of November, or was it end of October? I don't know. It was what seems like a very long time ago now, but it wasn't. Um, about what we do, who we are. And Nicola's very much bought in to you know our ethos. What we're doing is on a retained basis to help us inform and develop and manage a marketing strategy. And similar with Colin's role is our FD. Nicola is our marketing consultant. She's responsible to provide us and train us to have the tools to do it. It's a very front-loaded kind of contractual thing. Lots of work to be done now. So Dad and I have had Zoom conferences, I think two or three times with her. First of all, to talk about who we actually are and what we do. Then it was for her to kind of run through the idea and the development of a marketing strategy and the identification of where we need marketing and what our actual objectives are. And then last week we had another meeting to identify and inform the actual messaging that we have and to help create, again, a policy and guideline, I suppose, on how we confer and... Converse with our customers, with the staff, with everyone to ensure that as a company we are all saying the right things, the same things, in the same way to the right people. And I think this meeting on Tuesday is to basically consolidate all of that along with the information that we all kind of cross-referenced and chatted about when we met with Ian and Brad from Brandef F and Chris is anyone else there?
0: No. No.
1: Um, about creating that content, those you know, creative ideas, and pulling them together to push us forward from a
0: mm.
1: marketing perspective. And yeah,
0: there's
1: lots going on. There's lots to it. As well as physically like producing images and words and going in the right place and whatnot. It's the analytics alongside with that informing our decision of what gets pushed where, what advertising do we do, hard copy, social media, you know, other things. Yeah. And I've got to become friends with Excel.
0: <laughs> there's a lot to think about. Yeah. You're pretty good on Excel already, you know
1: I am fine with templates that are already there
0: Okay.
1: Um, I am good at extrapolating data from Excel The creation of spreadsheets is fine I'm not very good with the formatting formula uh, That became apparent when I was trying to process our month-end stock take for December and We ended up with a corrupted line because something got deleted, rather than, I think I put content rather than just delete number, and so I lost the formula from a line. And oh, okay. then when I tried to drag it down, it copied like all. And it was just, Dad can do that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've yeah. been looking at exporting insights from Facebook into Excel, cool. and how you can you can view data in different yep. ways. And I've also been looking at. There was a, a video course from somebody, Bond, really cool girl who's amazing. I've just signed up for her stuff. And she was talking about how to create custom... Uh, if you go into your business manager on Facebook, you can create custom reports. And she set up a sequence of three different reports that show you your whole funnel from start to finish and what order you need to put things in and it was amazing
1: and one of our big things here and those that followed us throughout our podcast or our videos will remember that referral to our KPIs and the 12 box plan that David set us out with right at the beginning is we need to identify our KPIs our key performance indicators both for the business and from our social media stuff so that we can actually run reports and generate real statistics with data that informs what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, particularly for the next few months, it will still be retrospective. It maybe won't be until you know the end of this season that we actually use it to project forward. But at the same point, you know, within the next year, we will be. Projecting our budgets forward, we will be stretching models. We will be using all the data we've collected over the last, you know, four years, including Fiddler's sales data and two years as crofters with our insights and our social media and this marketing development to actually inform where we're going, rather than just going right. We'll do that. Do that. Do that. Okay, let's try it all out. And why? Why didn't it work? I don't know. No, actually, we will know. We need know. to
0: know why. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of the things I did this week was I got Chris your website manager yeah. to install Facebook pixel okay and I've been reading up about Facebook pixels for most of the week at the moment I've set it up so that it will create an event whenever someone clicks on your book now button okay so that can be tracked and then we can make reports I've still got a lot to learn mm-hmm. but I've understand how to set it up so now when someone clicks on the book now button. We can actually get that data through the Facebook pixel yeah. into your insights.
1: So, forgive me, Like for me, a pixel is that little tiny square on a picture that makes it all go fuzzy.
0: It's a piece of code that basically ties your website to your Facebook business account, Okay. your ad account. So when you create an advert, you can create a custom audience. Mm-hmm. You can say, I want to target people, only those who've clicked the book now, and they'll get a certain advert. You can target people who haven't clicked the book now, but they've gone to your music page to see what's happening. You can send them a different ad there. So,
1: does this then for anybody who has frequented both our Facebook page and the website, whatnot? If anyone
0: it? goes to your fa- your <coughs> website who's already liked your Facebook page, the website will report back to your Facebook account. What they did on your so website. So that's
1: like when you do a Google search.
0: That's why when you look up pillows for getting headaches,
1: mm-hmm. you then get on loads Google, of adverts on Facebook. Exactly. Headache pills, have you tried this new pillow, this new shape? That's blah, blah, blah. exactly
0: what happened to me yesterday. Yeah. So
1: it is real targeted advertising.
0: It's, yes, it's, it's retargeting the it's, yeah. So yeah. You can the the power lies in the fact that you can create custom audiences so that when you create an advert, you can narrow down who's going to see that advert into the people who are most likely to respond favourably to that yeah. advert.
1: And can that be linked into Google as well? Because I know obviously we get a lot of Google Analytics reviews, it's there, I don't really understand how to extrapolate the data yet but it's there, I know we're collecting it. Yeah, I think the same principles with apply. Google and our website? To,
0: do you use Google AdWords or anything like that? We have
1: an account. I haven't paid them anything but we got a free like we got a free offer for an ad yeah. about a year ago. So well,
0: everyone gets yeah. that. You get like yeah. eighty quid of credit yeah. for. Yeah, yeah
1: so, so we use that. I've mm-hmm. <laughs> not paid Google yet.
0: I'm sure it works in the same way. I haven't looked into how yeah. you would set that up.
1: Because do you get the emails from Google to inform you, like, oh, so and so many people clicked on your photo of this today?
0: I get it for some of the businesses that I run.
1: Mm. So I get, I get it for like a specifically monthly here,
0: report that tells me how many people viewed the map, and what mm. search terms they used to find the page, and that sort of thing.
1: Yeah. And it's things like that we need to use even to form our SEO, so mm-hmm. our search engine optimization. Absolutely. Um, and that's a huge area. Here I am, SAC, oh my god, minefield. Like, there's so much going on, so much to do. Um,
0: but I'd I just like to say that I have not been happier learning a job since since ever. Yeah. I get up excited to do this kind of work.
1: Like I get excited when we get to this stage and we're talking about it and actually seeing like a path and a thing. It is very easy to get bogged down. Like yesterday, I felt very swamped. Um, Colin is over to help me catch up with the accounts and the bookkeeping for the month of December because it has been a little bit of a firefighting exercise, particularly over the Christmas and the year period and just with me having to be operational front of houses the other stuff is backtracked but we'll get there I know that, we've got new staff started um, we've got some new staff coming um, on trial, or potential staff candidates coming on trial next week fingers crossed they get over on the boat um, so we will have our team together pretty soon so that means that I can dedicate all my time to this.
0: The thing about what you've achieved this month, what you've got oh, through. Yeah. You've done so well. The business has done the business hasn't suffered mm-hmm. no. from all of the crises that have been no. going on. You've been unwell. Yeah. You've kept going. Yeah. The ferries have been cancelled. We've had staffing issues.
1: Yep. We haven't had supplies. We ran out of wine, we ran out of seafood.
0: I think for a restaurant business, everything that could go wrong pretty much has.
1: Don't jinx it, Cap. I'm
0: not jinxing it, I'm saying you've done incredibly well. You've got through this month. You've survived. You've more than survived. You've more
1: than survived, yeah. You
0: actually, your new year was incredible. You have many okay. nights. The feedback you've been getting, I came in to play music last Saturday. Yep and there was some great feedback from that the restaurant has been doing really really well
1: okay. we've had some excellent reviews on TripAdvisor and Google as well which has been really nice from people as well
0: so you've levelled up I think
1: we have levelled up completely it was a year ago yesterday that I came back mm-hmm. I got my little Facebook notification to say you oh. moved back and became the general manager at Crofters <laughs> well it was not the 8th so sorry that was two days ago the 8th of January I had actually thought it was later in the month, but Facebook told me, so it must be true. I also became friends with Dav four years ago on Facebook. Oh. Yeah. Um,
0: so for the tape, Dav is...
1: Dav is like our big brother. <laughs> <laughs> he used to be here. He was in position of front of house manager a number of years ago. Went away, did other things, and has returned to us. Um,
0: yeah. <laughs> He's shouting from the background, but I don't think you will have heard that. He's not disgruntled; he's gruntled. <laughs> well, I'm super yeah. pleased to see him back because yeah, I'm good yeah. friends with Dave.
1: It's been nice because Dave's having big, massive hugs off of all of our locals and all of our regulars. So it's yeah. nice to see that people have you know appreciate him to be back as much as I do. So.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. let's let's wrap up there. I think we've we've talked for long enough for today. I have
1: Yes. Time to let Dad go for a break.
0: Nice to see you. (laughs) And you, Cam. Hopefully, next time we talk, we'll both be a bit more healthy.
1: Maybe. But at least you can't catch germs through a podcast.
0: And we're all right because you've already infected me, so. (laughs) Thanks for that. (laughs) Cheers, Cam. Cheers, Alana. There you go, folks. That wraps up today's chat with Alana. Hope you enjoyed that. Don't forget you can follow us on the usual social media platforms. You'll find us with the username Crofters Music Bar. On Twitter we're actually Bar Crofters because Crofters Music Bar was too long. So you'll find us there on Twitter as well. I am actually looking at using Twitter more. So I've been doing quite a bit of retweeting. And if you are in the restaurant business and you're listening to this, Follow us on Twitter. I think that would be great. We could share each other's content and get some engagement going, you know. And same goes on Instagram. We've been following quite a few different accounts this week and looking at a lot of different content that kind of ties in with with what we're doing in Crofters. And it looks like it would be a really good way of engaging with other restaurants and and even other bar businesses around Scotland and, and further afield as well. So find us on these social media platforms and it would be great to hook up with you there. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you again next week. Bye for now.